welcome to Share Your Light. This is your host, Allie. And I'm Tim. And today we are here with Stephanie Robin. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. We're excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. You're so awesome. So <laughs> go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and all the amazing things that you do. Um, well, mine... Oh my gosh. This is nerve-wracking for me, to be honest. Having this microphone in front of my face. We've been over this. I know we have, but it's still there's right no microphone. Still We're just three people having a conversation. <laughs> we totally are. Well, I, I'm Stephanie. I was brought up in the LDS Church, and I slowly started walking away from that when I was around 18 years old, and I worked customer service before now and got laid off from that job and here here we are <laughs> yeah cool. i had a little five six year depression stint in there where nothing really happened but you know that happens sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing now um right now i'm working at synchronicities in multiple facets I work the desk upstairs, the salt cave downstairs, and I am a practitioner, level one and two Reiki. And um, I do energy alchemy, which is a new thing that kind of popped into my awareness that I hadn't really heard about before. Um, I do sound baths, two on Mondays for lunchtime to bring back our Mondays, because I used to hate them. So did Garfield. <laughs> I and I do one Tuesday nights in the sound bath with Mike. In the salt cave there? Mm-hmm. Cool. In the salt cave here. That's yeah. awesome. It's marvelous. I love it. Sweet. So when did that journey begin? You said that you kind of had a few years of a, a lull. What pulled you from that lull? Because I definitely agree. A lot of us go through those moments. Um, how did you come out of that? And yeah, where did the, that take you? The whole five-year stint. Well, let me... Hmm, first of all... What started it was my sister passing away. I hadn't really experienced death in my family, like, with someone that close before. And I just shut down. I didn't know how to function. I didn't know how to do anything. I stopped loving myself or, and others because you can't really love others if you don't love yourself enough, mm -hmm. you know. It's one thing I've learned. Um, but honestly, me getting laid off from my job kind of was like this smack on the back of the head like the universe doing the whole gib slap from NCIS you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about right behind the head like hey get up come on let's get back into life just living don't stay in the basement or your room or your office anymore um so I got laid off I shaved my head which was fabulous it was magnificent Took and now it's one of my second. favorite colors. It's purple. It's purple. <laughs> my <laughs> favorite you. color, too. I love oh, purple hair. Purple. I don't think I'll ever go back to regular colored hair now that I've had purple. I'm like, it's purple forever. <laughs> um, but when I shaved my head, something magical happened for me that day because I had been thinking about it for a while and didn't really know what my head shape would be. Like I was getting all vain and like, oh, my head's gonna be weird shaped and I'm gonna look like blah, blah, blah. And I'm gonna have this fat neck and it's gonna be horrible. And 
that's what kept me from doing it before. But then I got laid off. I'm like, well, why, why the hell not? Oh, sorry. Can I? Sorry. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I shaved my head, I actually looked in the mirror afterwards and it was the first time in five years since I had actually smiled at myself and like actually looked at myself because in that depression, I couldn't look myself in the eye. I just like glanced at the mirror just to make sure that my presence was okay, you know. But I actually looked myself in the eye and it, the spark started coming back and I just started weeping <laughs> when I cut my hair. It was the most beautiful experience. It's nice. And I don't think I'll go back to having long hair either. It needs another buzz. <laughs> Some people metaphorically shed their cocoons. You quite literally did it. You quite just, literally. Yeah. You're just like, I'm done with this and became the new you, more or less, I, it sounds like. I did. Because right after that, I, I had two more days of work. And right after that, I chose me. I chose to work on me, to spend time in nature, to just be with myself and see what that felt like because <laughs> I hadn't really been with myself in that time frame you know I just existed if that makes sense yeah I, it makes complete sense I think a yeah. lot of people end up doing that they they uh, we just recently had a conversation with somebody else uh, about something similar where uh, everyone is usually concerned more about outward appearances and like what other people think of them mm -hmm. and they don't take the time to really look at themselves like you did yeah and, and find out who they are as an individual they're mm -hmm. more worried about you know what is this person going to think of me what is this person going to think of me and we don't take the time to focus on ourselves or love ourselves and, and look at who we really are on the inside yeah and and you did that um that's a that's a huge step for you because really um, <laughs> you're you're here now Telling yeah. people about your your journey, I am. So would that would that be kind of like your awakening, like when you started getting into like spirituality? Because I know you said when you were eighteen, you kind of walked away from the LDS Church. Yeah, um, I did. Did you kind of look into other things before all of this happened, or was it after kind of like you you shed that former self of yours and and stepped into the new self? Is that when you started looking more into different spiritualities, or did that come later? So when I stepped back from the church, I called myself agnostic because I believed in a God. I just didn't know what that looked like. I believed in a higher power. I didn't know what it looked like. I just knew it was there because with all the beauty and nature and the mountains and all the animals and everything else, it's like there's got to be something, you know. I used to call God an, an artist. I still do. But it just looks. Have you seen the mountains? They're gorgeous. <laughs> They're so gorgeous. They're, yes. That's my happy place. God is an artist. I would agree. Yes, absolutely. So, um, but after that, I just kind of let it lie. I didn't really look into anything at that point. Um, and I, shortly after that, was that long depression, and not really shortly after, but I just kind of didn't care about spirituality at that point in my life. I was just like, meh, whatever. <laughs> I'm me, you're that you're you and there is some kind of higher power, but I don't know what it is. So 
but it was after I shaved my head and kind of saw that light in my eyes again when I really started going back into nature, going and just being in it, not having any agenda. I didn't, I used to, I, I can't stand music out in the mountains. It drives me nuts when people like turn on music for their hike. I'm like, no, just listen, listen to the birds and whatever else is out there. It's magnificent. So it's funny. It's almost like nature makes its own music. It does a hundred percent. A hundred percent, because you got the little rivers and the wind and the trees, and they all sing to you. It's amazing. Um, but during that out in nature, kind of coming back into me, I was introduced to synchronicities by one of my friends, Phoenix, and she brought me to Ascension Talks, and then everything that was kind of just sitting dormant in my mind was like ding 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 like this all makes sense and i just got addicted to the space and kept coming and now you work here <laughs> and now i work here now i'm here like six i'm here literally six days a week it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome wow yeah your transformation has happened so quick it really did, because that was just this last June um, when I got laid off in July when I started coming here. Wow. Yeah. Complete divine timing, it sounds like. It really was. It really was. I And the funny thing is, a few months before I even got laid off, I was like, what in the hell am I doing here? Like, I hate this job. I can do it in my sleep, basically. Like, I'm not getting challenged. I'm not learning anything new what am I doing and I just wasn't listening to anything and then laid off <laughs> it's like hey thanks universe <laughs> so I'm actually curious to explore that a little bit more what things were you hearing just the unhappiness and you weren't doing something to align yourself with somewhere that made you happier or that you were learning new things were those how that was coming across that you just said you kind of weren't listening yeah, um, to me it was just myself nagging at myself because I haven't really done anything since that depression hit. Literally two years, two or three years of that depression, I did absolutely nothing. And the last two years after my stepdaughter passed away, I had to step up my game and do more cleaning, do more cleaning, um, cleaning and cooking, I mean, at my house and you know, taking care of all the people that have been taking care of me for so long. Because I, I live in a large household. We've got my husband and I, his daughter, um, and two other people, three other people at the time. But anyway, I had to step up my game and just go back to living kind of normally, but I still wasn't doing anything for me. I was doing everything for everybody. I wasn't taking care of myself very much. And... I used to be this go, 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 like, like, let's get this stuff done. Let's work out. Let's have all these projects going on. Let's have all these friends to go see, you know, and I didn't do that at all for that, that time frame. And my, I think my brain at the time, it was just my brain. Right. But now I'm looking back. It's like, those were totally your guides trying to get your butt out of bed, you know? <laughs> so I was just nagging at myself. Like, what are you doing? Why are you just doing nothing 
Why haven't we gone to the mountains for years? Why haven't we done this? Why haven't? Why not? Why not? You know? Mm. So, yeah. Now looking back, it feels more like it was my guides and stuff. Just kind of trying to nudge me on. But at the time, it was just me nagging at myself. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's definitely an interesting thing to um, navigate Mm -hmm. when it's guidance, when it's just us in a pattern of behavior. Yeah, um, but it's really important to take the time for ourselves. And sometimes when we realize, or the universe decides that we've overstayed somewhere because we haven't listened to align ourselves with something better, mm-hmm. sometimes we get these amazing, um, unexpected vacations <laughs> that we now have extra time to go and explore and do the yep. things that we haven't been doing. Um, and that's what that was when I got laid off. We got a severance package from my job and. For the first time since I started working when I was 16, 15, 16, because, you know, babysitting back in the day, um, I have never taken a summer off or even more than a week off at a time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this, live off the severance for a few months and just do me. And that I bought a kayak. I went on out on all the different lakes that I could find, went hiking all the time. I spent a majority of my time outside, and I, that was my saving grace. <laughs> for real. It was beautiful. What came through for you differently when you connected with nature instead of staying in the basement? I started feeling joy again and just being happy again. Because um, I, I had this thought in my head, well... Can I get emotional here? My my sister's gone. My stepdaughter's gone. Like all these beautiful souls are gone way too early. Why do I have the option to be happy? Why do I get to be happy? Um, what gives me the right to be happy or to love myself? Um, but out in nature, I finally it came back. That joy, that happiness, that love for myself, it all came back slowly and surely. And now that's my main priority is that happiness and love of myself. Because when I'm full, I can help everybody else too. But yeah, um, yeah, I started feeling that joy and that vitamin D and the sun hitting your face. It's just marvelous. It brought it brought it all back. <laughs> um, so when you're outside, just random question. Yeah. Shoes on or off? Like, did you lay down on the ground and connect to the earth at all, or were um, you just just out being in nature? You know, then shoes were on, but now shoes are off ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I ask that is. Um, I know Allie actually turned me on to this. She, she uh, sent me a documentary to watch uh, mm-hmm. called the the Earth Earthing movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about grounding. Yeah. Uh, just being outside, being connecting with nature, and the reason why I mm-hmm. asked if your shoes were on and off or on or off is is that reason. Like it just it eliminates that kind of barrier that we put on our feet between mm-hmm. us and the earth. I'm not saying that. It keeps us from getting that energy, but it just kind of stifles it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think being outside 
being with that that energy, it helped revitalize you. Um, I've heard uh, amazing things about grounding and the effects it can have on people's lives, not just the, their mental health, but their physical health as well. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, um, that helped you tremendously with just being outdoors and, and being in nature and reconnecting to the earth's energy. And it helped you, you know, reconnect with yourself in a way. It truly did. It truly did. I like, I even, I like to sit on like the riverbank and just put my hand barely on the water just so I can feel it all moving underneath. And I think that that right there was my happy place. That's where I kept going. Anytime I, I felt down <clears throat> after that, I just, I'd go back out and I'd put my hands out like this and just feel the movement of the water underneath and just sat there. And it was, it was glorious. And that's, I just absorbed all of it. At that point, my, my shoes were off. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's reconnecting with the, the elements and, and, and becoming one with ourselves again is, mm. is very important to everyone's journey. Oh yeah. And, um, everyone resonates with a different element, each element differently. Uh, I would say yours is probably kind of similar to mine where I kind of connect more with the water elements mm-hmm. than the other three. And I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I used to love to, you know, when we went up doing the, the hikes and stuff, I, I would love to, you know, wade through the, the, the water and all that. And oh yeah. Like I just the way, love the way it feels. And I always feel kind of happier when yeah. when I've made that connection with the water. Like you can't help but smile at that point. Right. You're like. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand like how it makes you feel. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's great. I, I think it's something that everyone should do is just go outside at some point, even if it's, uh, it's winter time. I understand that there's like grounding pads you can buy. I actually have one on my computer. So I put my bare feet on it when I'm playing my video games and stuff or if I'm nice. doing editing. But uh, I think, I think it's great that, that you found that, that connection that I you did. obviously lost. And I think a lot of people have lost that connection because they're so worried about the hustle and bustle of today's world and their technology mm-hmm. and that having that disconnect from your cell phone and from computer stuff and, and all of the stuff. Uh, and just reconnecting with the earth, I think, is is huge. Yeah. Um, especially in your situation where it kind of helped you realize that, you know, there is a reason for you to be be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was doing a disservice by staying in my room, <clears throat> by staying in the basement, you know. Because <clears throat> the world is a beautiful place and there are so many beautiful things that are offered to us just from being out in nature. And I was doing such a disservice to nature, not enjoying it. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And myself, you know, but for real, it's like, come on, I'm, I'm a glorious mountain. Come enjoy. Like, just come on, (laughs) come hike. Especially here in the Salt Lake Lake Valley. I mean, we've got so many canyons, um, so many different, I mean, you got big and little cottonwood, you got Milk Creek Canyon, you got rivers going down all of them. Yep. Um, There's just so many different ways here in Utah, in this this area anyways, to reconnect with nature. I'm like, I know we've got a big city, but the mountains are not even a half hour away. They're like 10 minutes away and you're there. You're Mm -hmm. in nature. 
Yep. I think we're really spoiled here in Utah in that perspective because yeah. I say this all the time. Right here in Salt Lake, we can be two hours down south and we can be in the desert in the red sands, right? Yeah. Or red, red ground. We can go just two hours or not even two hours out that way. We can be at the salt flats and we can have just like the plains. We can go up. We've got our Great Salt Lake. We've got our mountain ranges all the way around us. Like we have such diversity that we can really get such connection in so many different ways all within just a short drive away not many other places of the world are like what we have here so to not get out and enjoy it and to not make those connections like yeah oh my gosh things we take for granted that are right next to us that we literally stare at every day it's so true it's so true i'm a happy place too (laughs) mine is mcdonald's Uh. (laughs) i can't eat there anymore (laughs) (laughs) the happy meal make you happy yes was it the little toy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, the Fry Guys. Yes. <laughs> That's marvelous. But I love the water, though, and what you guys both said about the water actually makes a lot of sense for knowing you two more um, yeah. and being like the emotional empathic connections that you guys have um, because water helps so much with clearing energy and transmuting emotion. And oh, so yes. there's so much that gets reciprocated through that. Um, but I definitely saw both of that reflect in you guys. That's awesome. I love that. Well, I love water. I mean, it's, it's, um, I don't like to drink it, uh, but I do love water. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's water and Coke. You should try to start. <laughs> there's, there's carbonated water in my soda. No, oh, okay. I've, I've started drinking a lot more water, but, um, it's like, I'm going to quote Disney here. Um, Pocahontas. Oh, I love Pocahontas. But it's the, the water, you know, the river. It's how can you ever step in the same river twice? Cause the, the water's always changing. It's always yeah. flowing. And I know that's not the exact quote, but that's the gist of it. But that's pretty close. That's, the, that's one thing I love about water. It's it's just constantly flowing and changing. And in your situation, I think that's what it helped you. Like I, you may have or may not have made the connection. Yeah. But I think the water kind of helped you realize, like, hey, it's time for a change. It's time for me to be the person I'm supposed to be, and not the this shell of a self that I am right now. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And water teaches us so much about flow and surrender. And the water doesn't get obstructed. You can go throw a big old boulder in the middle of it. And what's it going to do? It's going to go find its way around the edge and keep on going on its path. Like, you can't stop water. It's going to its way through some places, too. (laughs) It's going to make it exactly where it intends to be. Even if the path looks a little different than what it thought it was going to be when it set out on it, right? Oh, yeah. It's one of those amazing things that can help bring and sustain life, but it can also destroy it at the same time. Oh, yeah. Very true. Like, it's it's the a very good example of yin and yang just in one element. Yeah. Like, it's it can bring life or it can take life. Yep, I can, 100%. It's beautiful. The beauty of duality in this existence, right? Everything has multiple purposes, and it's about our perspective. Oh, yeah. And the decisions that we make off of those perspectives, beliefs, and truths um, that get us exactly where we need to be. But we can shift the perspective, and we can use everything in a healthy way or the not-so-healthy way. Yep. Um, everything has options. It's, it's true. It's beautiful when we find ourselves in the one spectrum, and then we see that light come through, and then we feel the other perspective, and then we have these really awesome experiences to gauge where we want to continue, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And with those experiences give us more power towards the next things that we're doing it's true it's true after after i took that time for me and after i found this space i'm 
honestly, I'm amazed at how quickly I've adapted to all of the, all of the, just all of it. <laughs> it's, it's, cause it's kind of overwhelming. There's galactics, there's elementals, there's source, whatever that looks like to you. Like there's just so many different elements in this thing called spirituality, right? And I've just accepted all of them. It's like my soul has been waiting for this day. Mm. <laughs> it's like, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> so it, it's just mind-blowing to me how just how much I've accepted it all, though, for real. Because I'm very logical, very like, I have to have an explanation, and I have to over-explain myself so that I make sure that you understand what I'm trying to say type of thing. Mm. You know, I've always been that way. And so it's just astounding how quickly it's just become part of me now. So I'm curious, because of how fast that was for you, a lot of people struggle with the adaptation from old self to new self. Was that an easy process? Were there strifes along the way? Um, did you just adapt to it really naturally? Or were there some dark nights of the soul tower moments that um, you had to move through? You know, there have been a couple pretty low moments, but I think that's just part of life now. It doesn't control me. You know, like the, the that dark night of the soul that lasted for six years for me. <laughs> it doesn't have to last six years. It can last a few days if you want it to. You just have to flow with it, right? I'm, I'm still working on the daily meditations and, you know, fully adapting to all of it that way but the understandings and the knowings and different things that have come into my awareness has been kind of easy for me like um I I finally found the switch and I flipped it and my soul just danced and sang and was so happy that I switched it I haven't been able to unswitch it <laughs> I haven't been able to flip it back you know but do you want so, to do I don't, you really want to I don't <laughs> want to at all I don't I don't want to go back to living that way because it being just... happy sucks click like <laughs> right you said that no one ever <laughs> oh, I love being miserable like it's some people do I know I know they do and then you know I they think say I misery loves company but um, I'm I'm so like I'm proud of you that you were able to do this and then I've seen like when I heard you were first because I have been coming in and out of this this space here at the store mm -hmm. uh, lounging around for what, three, three years, years that it's been open um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I've seen people come and go and uh -huh. when they were opening the salt cave and they were everyone was talking about you and like hey she wants to come work here I'm like who is this person <laughs> and in the short time that you've been here um, I've seen some of that growth and i i've seen you kind of like kind of in your shell a little bit and then i've yeah. seen you kind of burst out of that hair at the store and, and just like you said accept everything that's going on here yeah. and i think that's amazing and just that the short time frame that you've you've been here that yeah that, I've, that you've grown that much yeah i'm kind of astonished astonished yeah i'm astounded there we go that's what i was looking for i'm just oh it's been a crazy, it's only been, what, seven months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, seven months. Eight, yeah, holy cow. Yeah, I feel like it's been years. 
Um, there, <laughs> there were, there's been quite a few times where I've made the comment where the last couple weeks has felt like decades. Like I have grown decades since I've been here. Um, and you, one thing that happened that I really think helped me accept it all was I had, um, I, my very first Reiki session, I hadn't even heard of Reiki before, by the way, before I started coming here. I hadn't even heard of it. Heard of energy work and, and different things, but never Reiki. So I came in and I had my first Reiki session and, um, person that did it said, well, you went far, like take your time getting off the table, like take your time sitting up, take your time. And I had just this oomph like, oh, I got to go. I got to go do something. I have to go do this. And he was like, no, for real, just sit there for a second. <laughs> Bring yourself back all the way. Like, oh, I don't remember where I went, but I could feel my consciousness move out of my head. And I don't know where it went. But anyway, um, after that session, I had another session with you, Allie, two days later. And you, you made the comment that I needed to bring all my pieces back so I could really step into my power. And I'm like, wait, what? Power? What pieces? What are you talking about? It didn't make any sense. And I'm like, hmm, okay. That's probably what my oomph is about. That's what I need to really get going and do. So two days later, I think it was just before a full moon or a new moon. One of the two. I don't remember exactly anymore. But I uh, had Mike sit next to me. I was in the other sofa chair thing. And I had a, I had set up my first grid I didn't even know what crystal grids were at the time, but I had bought a bunch of crystals because I love them. I set up the grid. I put a candle in the middle because I had heard someone say that staring at the flame will help you get into that meditation quicker. And it did. I stood. I stared at it for maybe a minute and then boom, I was in this meditation. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So I called in all the guides that I've heard about, right? With Ascension Talks, we talked about like... Okay, I want I want my ancestor guides here. My breathing changed a little. I want my uh, galactic team here, and my breathing changed a little. I want whoever is in the third level in heaven and higher, because I had heard you say that in class, in ascension class. Just make sure you're getting help from the right people, right? So I said, I want all, whoever wants to come help me, third level in heaven and higher, come help me. And my breathing changed again. And then I'm like, hey, I want to bring back all the pieces from, you told me to be very specific, from all of time, my breathing changed again, all space, all the cosmos, wherever, I need all my pieces to come back. And I said the word now, and holy cow, this is the most memorable moment I've ever had, and it hasn't happened again. But I felt the, I felt the energy come from my head to my toe, all the way up, and then out this way, like it was reaching every inch, every centimeter of my body it was insane like it like pushed me back into the sofa chair I had all that and then all of a sudden I had um these like it was almost like a pin pinpoints around my eyes and it literally went like I could feel it fit like pushing on my eyeballs it was like this and it was like flashing lights and then 
when that was over, I had, it looked like two projectors coming in front of my face and just flashing all these images that I couldn't comprehend. They were way too fast. I'm like, what the? I was sitting there like, okay, don't freak out. It's fine. This is all good. All just part of the meditation. It's all fine. But after that, I, oof, man, ever since that moment, I haven't looked back. I haven't questioned. I, well, there's always that little bit of self-doubt and everything, but just after all that, after it ended, I just was like, it almost felt like water was rushing over me, like, whoosh, we're done now. You know, at the end of that meditation, it was the coolest thing ever. But I think that meditation with all of the physicality of it, the, the feeling, the energy flow, the thing around my eyes and just all of that, that really was like, well, okay, can't explain that one away. <laughs> That really happened. <laughs> Marijuana. Um. I did not smoke that before. <laughs> I. Yeah. Anyway, this was a naturally induced. This state was definitely of mind. naturally induced. Marijuana is natural. Um. Okay, without there. any plant medicine, how's that? No, I'm just. I'm just I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So. You had the you had the sessions the Reiki sessions. Yeah, I had the two you, sessions. You had this awesome experience with your meditation. Mm -hmm. Is this when you decided that you were also going to learn Reiki, or did that come later? Um, that maybe a week later, not even that long after. It was like, oh, you've done that before, because I I. I the concept of past lives and everything, you guys mentioned it in the previous episode that I listened to. But anyway, the past life stuff, it was like, mm, what? Reincarnation's a thing? What? But I, after that experience, I kind of felt the knowing of the energies like that. So, yeah, when uh, Ali actually mentioned it to me a week and a half later, hey, I'm doing this class for one and two I'm like no way okay let's do it <laughs> and it was just like that it was like hey yeah you've done this before you can do that again um so yeah it wasn't much long after that that's cool so what um what did you kind of feel like when you were taking this class like did you feel like you were opening up even more or just remembering it felt like a remembrance um and it was all new to me in the moment, but it definitely opened my eyes more. It let me realize that, hey, I've got Reiki with me all the time. I can use it 24-7 if I really wanted to. <laughs> like, it's an unlimited source. Um, and it, it did enlighten me, but it did also feel like, ah, uh, I'm coming back into what my soul wants to do. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. It was brand new for me in this moment, but my on my soul level, it was like, ah, she remembered. <laughs> I can finally breathe again type of thing. Yeah, it's the way I like to describe that for me anyways, when I have those those kind of like aha moments. Yeah. Because um, the knowledge is, is stored there in your, your higher self, your subconscious self has all that uh, knowledge there already. And 
I like to, you, you kind of, in a way you're remembering it, but I like to say you're more, you're, you're opening that door. Yeah. Like it's just all this information is behind a locked door and you're like, okay, I'm ready to unlock this now and, and use this information. I like that visual. That makes a lot of sense. So it's just, we're, I think we're continually just unlocking the doors to our mind as, as we grow in our spiritual journeys. I like that. Because we're a, con- a collective of all of our experiences, but which ones do we need now? We have the opportunities right. to choose to open this one or that one and to walk through those doors or to peek into them and go, no, not for me in this life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm actually curious. I wanted to find out a little bit more. Um, you were talking about the different voices that come in the mind, right? Yeah. And especially when we're doing something new, there can be a lot of those naysay thoughts. or. Right. How do you manage through that? Because the conditioned self likes to come in and say, you're not worthy, you don't do that, whatever it does. And then you're like, no, I'm on this new journey of becoming me. Like, how did you manage through that? Because a lot of times we can get kind of defeated by our own thoughts, which are just our thoughts. And really, that's it. I'm managing that on a daily, honestly. Those thoughts come up constantly for me just because of the conditioning that I've had. Um... But every time I stifle one of those thoughts, like, oh, no, you can't do that. I'm like, really? Really? Watch me. <laughs> and then I do it. And so I kind of prove myself wrong with, when, the, when the ego mind gets in the way. And I've learned to kind of listen to that first instinct, too, which is another thing we talk about in Ascension Talks. Um, You're probably going to hear that a lot on this show, too. Probably. Probably. It's an amazing group. We have a a lot of fun in there. Um, But I've learned to just listen to that first instinct. And then the stuff that comes later, I just take it with a grain of salt. Like, uh, whatever. Like, oh, you can think that. You can keep thinking that. It's okay. And really, I feel like the doubt... That self-doubt is part of my shadow. And I've learned multiple different aspects of the shadow self and working with your shadow work. And the main thing that I've come out of all that... What am I trying to say here? On the other side, what? Yeah, the, the, the main thing that I've gathered together for me, that works for me, is... Seeing that doubt, seeing the self-hatred, seeing the judgments that I put on myself and saying, hey, you are all valid. You're all great. I love you all. And I just give them a big hug and I accept them as they are. And they're probably not going to leave because it's part of my shadow self. And with the duality, we have to have both, right? So just accepting those thoughts for what they are instead of dwelling on them, just accepting them and then moving on, kind of adjusting that thought. Well, you used to think that you're not good enough, but look at what you can accomplish now. Look at where you've come in just these seven months. Like, what? It's so it's a constant daily battle for me still because depression's a horrible thing and it's kind of, always there still but I make the decision every day to love myself and to accept those negative thoughts for what they are 
and they're just thoughts. Like I don't have to connect to them. They're just they're just moving on through and I can just say hi and bye and watch them leave and wait for the next thought to come in, you know? <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So often we grab a hold of them and stew in them and just yeah, I used cook to. with them a while and relish in them and roll around in our own shit for a minute. Yeah, that, and <laughs> that's what I used time. to do. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've learned, um, someone actually taught me like a, a great mm. mantra to use when you're meditating. Mm. Um, and this is when I actually take the time to meditate. It's one of the mantras that I, I tell myself um, before I start kind of going into that meditative state is I clear and release myself of any and all negative thoughts and beliefs that do not serve me in a positive way. Beautiful. So that's one of those things that you can do. Uh, I'm not just you, but everybody that's listening. Yeah. Like if you have those thoughts, you know, if you're driving or whatever, take the time, pull over and just kind of repeat that to yourself for a couple times. Yeah. You know, sometimes you only need it once, sometimes two or three times, but you could just say that I clear and release myself of any thoughts and beliefs that do not serve me in a positive way. Yeah. And it's amazing how much that actually helps. Yeah. If you truly believe it, if you're just saying it just to say it, it's probably not going to work. But right. if you actually believe, like, I'm releasing myself of this negativity, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, and we can do that hundreds of times a day if we need to. Exactly. And, like, we can take those negative thoughts or those the negative vibes that like to try to hold on to light and just give them back to Gaia. Just be like, I release and give it to Gaia. And then, because that's kind of what I do. I release all of that stuff and I give it back to Mama Gaia. And just, she's the master transmuter and she can give it back to who it belongs to, you know? Next time you do that, try holding amethyst. Ooh, I love amethyst. I have it on my finger all oh, perfect. the time. <laughs> Wearing some today, too. <laughs> Funny enough, so am I. Hey. <laughs> Amethyst, amethyst and parties. My, my amethyst and tiger's eye skull on today. Oh, very nice. Yeah, amethyst is actually, it's always been my favorite gemstone, even before I knew how magical they were. I've always been attracted to stones, um, but amethyst has always been my favorite, just because it was my favorite color. Honestly, that's like the only reason why I loved amethyst so much, but now I, right it's a master healer. Yeah, no, amethyst. My favorite color is purple. So, um, yes, amethyst. Purple. I've always amethyst is my favorite. Um, not just because of the color anymore, but because of what it can do. <laughs> oh, it can do it's, so it's much. It's a very protective stone. I use it a lot on paranormal investigations. But the other thing that I've learned and I've actually used it for is it can transmute negative energy and return it back into the air as positive energy. Beautiful. So uh, a friend so of mine it's actually a transmuter too. Yes, a friend of mine actually taught me this um, when we're releasing that energy back into the earth uh -huh. um using amethyst will help amplify that beautiful returning that know. negative energy you can push that negative energy into the earth the earth will recycle it and with the help of the amethyst it will help pull that positive energy back out of the earth and replenish you that's marvelous i love the exchange no yes. wonder i like amethyst so much yeah, amethyst <laughs> is an amazing stone everybody could use amethyst oh yeah it's not just pretty <laughs> I mean, it does come in lots of forms too, right? So you can't yeah. say that there's not a way to even carry a stone in your pocket, whether That's it's true. being worn in jewelry or hanging from the yep, rearview mirror of the car. Wearing a necklace right now, you're wearing a ring. Like, it, you can get amethyst. Yeah. It's, <laughs> readily, it's readily available. available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Mm. We've got so many cool tools. We do. That we have at our... Uh, 
the nature just takes care of so much of that, right? Because this is where our gemstones come from. Yeah. They're all part of our earthly atmosphere and our nature, giving us beautiful gifts to choose to use. Now that we've shifted to stones. Um, yeah. Lava stone. I love lava stone. You have one that I, I think that you, you told picked, me to get. I told you to get lava stone. I don't remember <laughs> if I picked it out for you or not. No, you just walked me right over to it and it was right on top. I know you were, you were having uh, a rough day or something. I can't remember. I don't remember everything. Um, I just know that you were, you were going through something and mm-hmm. I'm just like, you need lava stone. Yep. And this is like when I first met you, like yep, I didn't really know you all that well. I'm just like <laughs> lava stone. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> okay. And now you're wearing it. <laughs> and now I wear it every day, actually. <laughs> it's marvelous. But the the shift that you felt like when you bought that stone, mm. can you like remember that, describe that a little bit? Um, as soon as I picked it up, because it helps ground me, It the, the moment I picked it up, I was just like, like my energy just like, went up and went right back down and it went past my feet and it just immediately grounded me. It was beautiful. Oh, I felt so much better. <laughs> it was like a, oh, okay, I can breathe. Because <laughs> I think that day I was getting overwhelmed with all the information I was receiving because I was acting like a sponge on steroids. Like I was asking Allie all these questions, asking all the other healers that I had met like all these different questions and reading all these different things and looking at all the YouTube videos and oh my gosh, I was getting so overwhelmed and system overload. Yeah, it was, it was, it it was a lot. It was a lot. And, um, I think that was after my step grand baby called me a tree too. She's, she looked at me and she's like, you're a tree. And ever since then it's like, Ooh, elementals. And I was having all these, um, overwhelming experiences, just trying to learn as much as I could in a short amount of time. And yeah, I just, I didn't know that I needed to have something to constantly keep me grounded <laughs> at the time. It's like, ah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was an overwhelming day for me for sure. Someone forgot to put their phone on silent. Um, I can lead a horse to water, but can't make a drink. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> but yeah, um, since you got that stone, I've, I've seen, again, a lot of growth. A lot. Uh, you now, like you said earlier, you do the Monday morning sound baths. Yeah. And I- like I said, I'm was I'm still kind of learning about you mm-hmm. a little bit. Um there's, I know several people here that do sound baths, but what was it that like kind of inspired you that like made you like, I, I need to do this for people um, I, other than Monday suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't suck anymore. Not for me anyway. Um, I actually asked, I don't remember who, if I could play their bowls for a minute. I think it was actually Corby. It was working that night and I'm like, can I just try? Cause I had never tried it before and I just tried and holy cow, my whole body lit up. Like my, it was, mm. yeah, I felt the tingles everywhere. Like my crown was buzzing. My feet were on fire. My hands felt like the Reiki energy was just in my hands, like ready to go somewhere. I'm like, what the heck is happening? And I played the bowls some more and I could almost, see 
with like the back of my brain. I could almost see my soul just like coming out and <clears throat> dancing and singing and just loving every moment of it. So I'm like, okay then, that was kind of cool. I need to do this. <laughs> I need to start doing this. So I asked Robin if I could borrow the store, her set that are that's behind the counter at the store. Started using her set just for the lunchtime, Monday lunchtime sound baths. And then that grew to my Tuesday night ones now too. So, um, but yeah, my soul just lit up when I played them. It was like an undeniable, one of those, un, another one of the undeniable things like, Ooh, I need to do this. Cause I don't know. I, every time I do it now too, it's just, I, I dance in my head. <laughs> I think it's I think it's awesome <laughs> that you've just like all the stuff is presented to you. Yeah. And for me it seems like you you don't like shy away from it. Like like me with some stuff I'm just kinda like, eh, really? Yeah. You're just like, Nope, I'm doing it. Let's yeah. go for it. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. You know, you embrace it and you go with it. And I think what we need, I think a lot of people can learn from that. Learn yeah. from you, uh, from that, having that type of personality. So it's like, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, I practically manifested my job here. I told Robin, I gave her a big hug one night in the, in the salt room. She was cleaning it up and I gave her this hug and I'm like, I'm going to work here. And I honestly, it, I don't even know if I knew she was the owner at the time, but I just gave her this big hug and said I was going to work here. And then, um, I think not the even next. a week later, the next yeah. couple days, she called me back and was like, so when can you start? <laughs> oh, tomorrow. <laughs> and I literally did. I started within three days of that. I think that was a Monday night after Ascension Talks. Yeah. And then I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday we talked about you. And then I gave you her number, her your number. Yep. And then I think it was the Thursday you started. Yep. <laughs> so if I remember right, it happened about that yeah. fast. <laughs> but it was funny because I had talked to you about working here. And I talked to Melissa about working here. I didn't even know Melissa was the store manager. And then I just hugged Robin randomly and told her I was going to work here. And here I am. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, that's one thing that's come back alive within me since all of, since my depression is I was always go, go, go. And I always, when I found that I liked something, I jumped into it full force and it gave it a good go and stuck with it if I still loved it and didn't if I didn't, if that mm. makes sense. So Coming back into all this, it's really ramped that up in a, in a sense. Like, I played the bowls literally once, and I had the idea for the sound baths. Like, but yeah, it's ramped up since I've been here. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that you decided to, I mean, you had that feeling. You're like, oh, okay, I, I can do this. I, need, I should do this. Mm -hmm. And that you came up with the concept of like, you know, Monday mornings. Yeah. Let's fix people's Monday mornings. Come yeah. in on your lunch break. We'll have a sound bath meditation. Yep. Go back and enjoy the rest of your work day, work week. Yep. Revitalized with uh, positive energy. You know, yeah. I think that's an awesome concept. I'm, I'm, that's, that's awesome that you came up with that and that, that you actually saw that through and started doing that. Yeah. I, I kind of pulled from my experience because I hated Mondays. Working corporate, the customer service. I'm like, oh, 
my week starting again. Ugh, I don't want to do this. And ugh, it's so hard to get out of bed on Monday mornings. <laughs> but yeah, now I get to take them back. Nice. <laughs> so if there was any advice that you could offer to anyone listening, what would that be? Pay attention. Live in the now moment because that's where all of my ideas have come from. It's where all, all the little promptings are. It's where you see the not, the angel numbers. I've been seeing those around like crazy. Look at the clock just right, you know, and see, oh, it's 444 or 222. Um, yeah, just listen and don't be afraid to jump in. The fear is going to be there. It's going to be there because it's here now for me because I just started a business actually (laughs) um but look that fear in the eye and just be like hey i love you i see you i know you're here but i still love you and embrace it that's how i've dealt with all my shadow stuff lately is just like seeing it loving it embracing it and moving on because you can you have the ability to and when those scary moments come up and when that depression tries to hit you again and when it, all of that stuff tries to come at you and stop your growth, keep moving forward. Just take another step. Just tiptoe it even if you have to. Just lean forward into it because, holy crap, man, the, the other side of that fear and that doubt and the other side of that whatever is holding you back is glorious. Totally worth it. That's awesome. That's really good advice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. Oh my god. Well, I think a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people that they they get presented with those difficult situations. Yeah. And they let that fear guide them and keep them from moving forward. So I, I that's awesome. I may not sound like it with the inflection of my voice, but that is actually really awesome advice. Thank and, you. And thank you for sharing that. Of course. It's gotten me through. <laughs> fear is going to be out there everywhere for everything that we do that's different, right? But yeah. fear doesn't have to stop us in our tracks and keep us in our current cycles. Oh. Recognizing that opportunity to push through that fear and to choose you in those moments and to be the best you in that now moment that you can. Yeah. Exploring that childlike curiosity you mentioned. Like, we really have to dig into that and oh, lean yeah. into those moments and go and be like your little grandbaby and <laughs> <laughs> tell people that they're trees, right? Yes, <laughs> like whatever sure. it is. It's so beautiful. Well, that's so awesome. I'm so glad that you came on and joined us today and shared your story. How can people find you if they want to um, meet you in person or book a session? Um, well, I'm at Synchronicities a lot of the time. Um, on their Facebook page. And I actually just started my own Facebook page. It's Higher Vibrations 2222. It's actually the name of the business that I just got. <laughs> the sole proprietor. Woo. Lots of fear with that one, but <laughs> working through it. Um, but yeah, just Facebook. Um, come into the shop. I'm here almost every day. I work Thursday through Sunday. Then I'm here for the lunchtime sound baths from 11 to 1 on Mondays and one on Tuesday nights at 7. So just reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I feel like I have so much more to say, too, after this. Like, I was so nervous, but now I'm like, I want to keep going. Anyway, (laughs) 
That's how it usually goes. Yeah. For real. I told you. Yeah. It's That's been how it goes. But we may be definitely be circling back for deeper dives. Perfect. So we're going through to get an introduction of everybody within the space and Love to share it. some of these stories. And then we'll definitely be parlaying into some deeper dives on certain topics. Awesome. And, and going into more depth and details. Yeah, we're going to just kind of let our guides kind of direct us on the direction of the show. Beautiful. But I love at, that. At first, for now, it's just going to be bringing people on and, and hearing their stories. Yeah. Like how they got started. And we're going to go from there. Yep. There's so much cool stuff to share. And the more that we can get this out there to the audience of people who can't yeah. step into the store, wherever they are out there in the world to hear these stories, maybe they're battling with depression and maybe they feel like there's no hope for them. But hearing yeah. your story and how awesome and beautiful and amazing that blossoming has been for you. Yeah. Um, can be and it's been quick. a change in their world, right? Yeah, it's true. And I've learned an immense amount of information in the last six, seven months too. I've learned so much and learned so much more about myself and how I got myself through my depression. Like at first it was like, how am I going to even explain how I've done this to people? Cause I've, I feel like I've just done it, you know, but there's just so much more that I've learned and it's been beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing today. Definitely Thanks been a pleasure chatting me. with you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks again for, for coming on. Thank you to everyone that's listening and watching. And remember, don't be afraid to share your light.